0: Hello and welcome to the fourth exciting episode of Under the Brolly in association with Shoutout Radio. My name's Steve. And my name's Tom and we are from Reading's My Umbrella. The reason for our podcast is to identify and explain and educate the wonderful masses about the lesser known LGBT plus sexualities, identities, genders and orientations. This month we're going to talk about autocorosexualism which I'm really glad you pronounced because I've just seen how it's spelled, and I have no hope in hell's chance of being able to pronounce that.
1: So I imagine probably a lot of people have heard of lesbian, bi, trans, gay, all these different terms but this one is one of the more obscure ones that we've got in our little oracle of LGBT terms and identities which is our My Umbrella Guide to LGBT+. So we're going to explain a bit what it's actually about and we're also going to describe to you what the flag looks like because obviously
0: you can't see what it looks like. Uh, So Steve, how would you describe this flag? I'm so glad that you gave that to me as well because if you were going to get me to try and say it, I would be more concerned. So the flag itself, it's essentially a selection of horizontal lines. Uh, They go from top to bottom. They are alternating colours and you have essentially, in the middle of the flag pointing downwards, an equilateral triangle and in amongst these horizontal lines you have essentially in amongst the triangle purple at the top and then it goes into white then it goes into grey and then it goes into black at the bottom Now in contrast to the triangle, the remaining part of the flag on the outside goes from the top, black, then into grey, then into white, and then into purple. So essentially the opposite to what the triangle is showing. So for those of you that do spot this particular flag out and about, hopefully my very, very ambiguous description of it will help you to identify it better.
1: And if those colours sound familiar, it's because it's the same colours used in the asexuality flag, which is the the purple, white, grey and black. And the reason for that is because if you are autocorosexual, it is actually part of the asexual umbrella. So if you're an asexual person, you don't have any sexual desire or attraction to anyone else, although you may have romantic attraction or aesthetic attraction to other people. But the difference with autocorosexual people is that they do have an arousal. However, that is not linked to the desire to act upon that arousal or the desire to enact it with anyone else. So, in our little book, would you like to read out what our description is?
0: I think I will, yeah, because I'll be honest, I do, even I struggle to keep um, keep up with that. So, the description that we have got for... autocorosexualism. See, I'm getting out and not saying this. <laughs> is, some asexual people can be aroused by or masturbate to sexual situations or material without experiencing attraction to those involved in the situation and without a desire to be personally involved in the situation. So, essentially... Think of it, if you will, as arousal at a distance. Exactly, and the reason for the strange name is because autochorus
1: translates to identity-less. So it's essentially a sexuality that doesn't have a kind of tangible goal. So it's almost like sexual feelings towards something which either doesn't exist or it may exist as a fiction. So you might um, imagine a sexual situation or have some sort of fantasy. But it's not something that you wish to enact or desire to experience. So this was uh, something that was coined by Anthony Beaujard, who's one of the leading asexuality researchers and he came up with this paper, used this term and it's been adopted by the asexual community because there's quite a few asexual people who do have certain feelings but don't act upon them and for some of the community members it felt like there wasn't a space for them because they felt that if they did have those feelings then they can't be asexual which of course is not the case. Rubbish! So, <laughs> um, so, some of the things that autocorosexuals may experience is that they may get aroused by sexual content
0: but not actually want to engage in any sexual activities. They may also masturbate but are neutral or repulsed by the idea of having sex with another person. And they might also fantasise about sex but
1: envision people other than themselves uh, or view it in the third person, so almost like they're watching it on TV rather than imagining it in the first person with their own eyes.
0: So just going back to that from a, you know from the layman speaking so does that basically mean that they would fantasize about them having sex even though they haven't had sex they don't know what having sex is potentially
1: i mean i think the key thing is that it doesn't actually get experienced firsthand so mm-hmm. If you feel a sexual desire attraction, it's it's almost directionless. It kind of just feels like it's being used as a process, I guess. So even they might enjoy masturbating, or they might be aroused, but they wouldn't actually want to act upon it. So hmm. I think it's interesting how this idea that there is almost like a fictional detachment, so like the idea that you're maybe not yourself in that role, your identity and maybe you're taking on other roles. So it is a it's a bit more of a unusual one for us to cover because it is such a new orientation I mean the flag's only recently been, been proposed so it's not something that's been put out there that much but
0: <laughs> excellent choice of birds is put out there
1: <laughs> so we thought we might spread the word a little bit. So if you are autocorosexual or maybe you've just realised that you might be, we'd love to hear from you and maybe get a bit more about your experiences mm-hmm. uh, with that identity and any other identities as well.
0: Yeah, and of course, as we always said in our previous episodes as well, if you do also want to follow exactly what we're going through over the next couple of weeks, months, years, however long we put up this with our podcast, I'd like to think it's going to be a long time, then you can actually go onto the My Umbrella website, which is ww.myumbrella.org. and you can navigate to the section that says shop where you can actually purchase for a donation one of our guide to LGBT plus that actually gives you a huge breakdown of all the various sexualities, orientations, genders and identities that we will be speaking about for many, many more months to come. At the same time, you can also keep in touch with us by either going onto our website and clicking contact. You can also find us on Facebook, just search for My Umbrella. We have also got our Twitter feed as well, so by all means, search for My Umbrella on Twitter. Do feel free to use our handle, which is at My Umbrella UK. And it will be great to essentially receive more contact from all of you um, out there listening to our podcast.
1: Apologies for the cat who has just decided to get involved with the microphone there we go so that's it for episode four please feel free to join us on social media and get in touch we'd love to hear from you about your experiences and feel free to get in touch if you've got any questions about any identities you may not have a full idea of what they're all about there's so many of them uh, and we'll join you next month for another episode of Under the Broly so we'll see you soon
0: bye bye